0: Hello everyone and welcome to the to-do list. So today we are going to be celebrating the beautiful country of Argentina, more specifically Buenos Aires, because that is where we spent the majority of our time while we were in Argentina a couple years back. So what's interesting about this is that Noah and I were both learning each other's travel vibes at that time. So, you know, we traveled with other people, but this was our second trip together and ironically enough, another one. Spanish-speaking country, so we were still trying to figure out each other's group and how things work, but it ended up being a fantastic trip. Spoiler, one that I would do again. So listen to this podcast to hear about the things that we really loved and maybe a few things that you might want to skip.
1: Hi, this is Noah.
0: Hey, this is Camberley, and this is
1: The The To-Do List!
0: Hey everyone! So today we are going to be visiting a country that I'm really excited about in the beautiful continent of South America, and this is the beautiful country of Argentina. Yes. Stand
1: back,
0: Buenos, Buenos Aires. Aires. Sing Which gives it. it a win yeah. Because <laughs> we basically were in Buenos Aires. Um. Yes. Just a city that I was absolutely in intrigued with i think you were intrigued with i was and you know our travel style was a little bit different back then oh
1: yeah <laughs> i felt i it's my now the score of avita is going through my head i said As
0: ah. it should be. <laughs> and before you go too far
1: i swear i, I feel Ed like Weber's
0: gonna sue your ass if angela, you too much. <laughs>
1: angela webber loves us we watched <laughs> I mean, love never Come dies invited. oh please <laughs> and anyway um Traveling, I, Camberley and I talked about it, and I felt that one disclaimer or something I I felt needed to be mentioned before we got too into this is this uh, travel experience was early on mm-hmm. in Camberley and my travels together. This I think was our second trip together. It was
0: our second trip together, and
1: and we've evolved a bit as travelers. Part of it is when we went to Argentina, we actually spent the entire week in Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. which. There were some growing pains for us as far as travel. So our first trip was to Spain, and then that one we, we yeah. um, learned some things about how we should... We Both of us had traveled um, either independently or with sure. other people. But as far as international travel and how to do it, we, we learned some things. And one of the things that we've evolved since our trip to Argentina is that we oftentimes look to other cities in the country to go to. Part of it is, Kimberly and I have both talked about that there's a quality about big cities that kind of mutes culture more or less and that like if you take New York London and Tokyo yeah they're all different and yeah there's different cultures there but there's some sameness about all big cities and and we think that 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 should be said because when we went to Argentina, we feel there's more to experience that we didn't experience.
0: Absolutely. In our, it's such a huge country, too. Not, yeah. To,
1: yeah. Di- not to diminish Buenos Aires, because honestly, we spent an entire week there, and I we loved it. Like I
0: loved it. So. Honestly, you could spend a week there. I could go back and spend another week there. I love Buenos Aires, so it has nothing to do with that. You're right. It's just we've evolved to where we want to see a little bit more, because there's different things to see within any country, and so... This was just a little bit different than what we do now. I mean, the same thing with Spain. We did that as well. Apparently, we were on a Spanish kick. Back we then. were
1: well. Both of us uh, had, felt more. Um... Comfortable with Absolutely. the Spanish language. But I mean, if you're a listener and you want to hear about Las Pampas or you want to hear about Tierra del Fuego, you're not right. going to hear much. But we, 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 a lot is of Buenos Aires.
0: Iris. This Stand is the Buenos iris episode because that's pretty much all we can give you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, to be honest with you, maybe because we're there anyway, one of the biggest draws for me, for me personally, was April Prone.
1: Not Madonna. No,
0: Uh, (laughs) no, because she's not from Ava Perone. It is Ava Peron. And look, I know she's very polarizing. Um, Some people see her as a saint. Some people just see her as one of the best things that has ever come out of that country. Others may view it very differently. So I just want to state this. Um, I'm a huge fan, not because she was perfect, because nobody is. I've read every single English book on her. Um, maybe one day I'll read the Spanish ones, but you know, one certain books are written very negatively. Some are written very saintly. And I always believe that somebody's in between the truths of these extremes. I just don't believe anyone's fully an extreme. So for me, I have my own opinion on what I felt about her. And I find her fascinating, regardless of what you think of her political background or whatever. This was a woman who was born very poor, not very educated. And during the, that time period, women weren't very powerful. Um, and, and this woman basically is still talked about today. She be, She's this big figurehead. Everyone knows who she is, even outside of Argentina. Most people know who she is, I think. and. That's pretty impressive for somebody, you know, of her stature. I I just find it really impressive. So that was a big draw for me to actually go there because I'd become obsessed with her by the time I was a teenager. I was obsessed with this woman.
1: Don't cry for me. The the score of Aviva is literally going through my head right now. Um, And I think, well, one thing that should be said when Camberley talked about her passion about going to Argentina, usually when Camberley and I discuss countries, Usually, what's ended up happening as of late is one of us is more passionate about said country than the other one of us and then we kind of like compromise or I feel like Argentina was a country that we both agreed upon because I also was interested in Eva Perón I remember um, my parents I feel are too young to have remembered her passing so I remember asking my grandmother if she remembered when Eva Perón passed away because I I was wondering um, the global how how the global impact of this woman and in the time period, I mean, for me, it was interesting that a woman was so powerful, yeah. given the culture she lived in yes. and the the norms of the day. Yes, absolutely. Worldwide, I feel that it was a much less accepting uh, society for women, shall we say?
0: Sure, it was pretty much her and the Queen of England. They didn't like <laughs> each other.
1: So... so (laughs) I I, I just found it interesting. So I remember asking her about that. Besides Ava Perón, I also found Argentina interesting. And this is me being all nerdy. I, I, in the past, had watched a soap opera. And I remember at one point, they went to Argentina. I think one of the characters went over Iguazu Falls. She lived. I think she lost her memory. But I don't remember. The point is, (laughs) I loved Argentina so much. At that point, I thought if I ever had a kid and it was a daughter, I would name her Argentina and just call her Tina. That's how much I love the country. Hey,
0: I love the country, too. So, So, that being said,
1: we were both (laughs) passionate about going on this trip.
0: So, there you go. And here's the thing. We're just going to start right with this then. We're basically going to give you the things that, if you are traveling there or you have an interest in going there, the things that we think should be on your to-do list and what would be on my to-do list if I were to do it again versus maybe something that we wouldn't recommend. And know that these things are different for everybody. Everybody has different interests. Um, So, this is just Kevin from the two of us. But, um, you know... There you go. And so, and then things that we would want to do if we were going back. Because let me tell you, spoiler, I would go back in a heartbeat. I freaking loved it that much. But because we're on the Ava kick, one of the things that I would recommend if you were interested in history, if you were interested in the amazing story of Ava Peron is they have the Museo de, um, isn't it?
1: Museo de Avita. Museo
0: de Avina, isn't it? Whatever. It's, it's the Museum of Evita, museum basically. Museo Evita. I am corrected. <laughs> it's basically the Museum of Prone. There you go. And I actually really enjoyed this. That, when I went, this is like, this is what I am going to be doing. This is one of the reasons I am going there is because I wanted to see this. Having read these books and having seen all the films that are on YouTube and everything, it was amazing. It's a small museum, it is housed in, I think it belongs to the Great Nieces or something, doesn't it? And it's this house that they owned. And basically they put all her artifacts in there that they have. Which I think is absolutely amazing. So her coronation dress is there. Of course I recognize it because I'm a total nerd for Ava Perone. I saw her coronation. Corona-
1: Inauguration I... or coronation?
0: Uh, is they coronation
1: is crowning, like for a queen. I, oh. That's why I'm confused. I can look.
0: He could look. It I'll up. look it up. Hey, I, I, for me, she was a queen. So coronation, it is. But she, it's her dress. When I think she and Peron, you may be right. Were you know being put into? Well, he was being put in office, and they had all these neat like handwritten letters to Peron from Ava. Um, she had done movies. She was an actress before she became this figurehead, and I had never seen her act. But they actually had films there that they played throughout and you could sit there and watch it. I will say she was not the best actress, so I'm glad her political career kicked off (laughs) um, with her husband, um, Juan Perón. But it shows a lot of her dresses, a lot of the foundations that she created to help the people. Um, Though she didn't always go about it in the best way, her intentions were always good for her people. I do truly believe she loved her people and they showed the things that she set up for them to get help, you know, her foundations. I just honestly think it was absolutely beautiful loved it. That was one of the highlights for me. It's kind of not in the main tourist area. It's no, off it's a little bit, so you're going to have to take a, a train or a ta- Actually, taxis we, are really cheap. They right. are
1: cheap. We actually took taxis more than we took the subways there because cheap. they were so cheap. It's, because um, the exchange
0: rate is is very low. I was
1: reading something recently that said that a subway ride, if you were to change it from pesos to dollars, would cost less than 35 cents.
0: Yeah. Well, it's... it's
1: American, it's, 35 cents.
0: Right. It's It's, it's a very... Once you pay for the ticket, it's pretty cheap to get there. Though I will say they make you pay $150 to get out of the country. They used to. So it was like this fee to get out. It was very interesting. And I think they just do it to make a little bit more money. Whatever. They're not the only country in South America to do it. but
1: sure they're not the only country in the world to do it.
0: No. So there you go. But just look at that because it, it, it's there and you're going to go, what? So, but I really felt like that was a highlight for me.
1: We we walked that one, though, I remember. Because there there were a number of things we wanted to see along the way there. Um, for me, yeah, that was probably the thing I was looking forward to most, the thing I enjoyed the most, and the thing I loved. But that being said, I felt it was well done. I, I yeah. was warned beforehand, oh, it's small, it's not that big. And what struck me is when we walked in, it. Um, there was a video presentation that really, I felt was very yeah. moving, very powerful, and just well done. Uh, it was laid out, and I didn't feel it glossed over the... Um, uh, controversy no. surrounding her life, and they also uh, didn't gloss over the mystery about like after she passed away, how her body disappeared for a while, and and yeah. they didn't they 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 were very um, forthcoming with information, and it was laid out in an interesting manner. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad we did it. I mean, I, I we didn't it wasn't the first thing we did when we got there, but I I was looking forward to the day we were going there because it was one of the things I had wanted to see just to get the, yeah loved it loved yeah
0: it. it's just a, a lot packed into a small space and it is run by the family um, what's interesting is that they do have because her body disappeared and, and they showed they have a video of her body being worked on after they found her 17 years later because she was embalmed it was really interesting like I'm like where did this come from <laughs> it was fascinating what else <laughs> <I> mean...
1: <laughs> it's a, you say it's a huge thing I'm like now are you going to talk about La Recoleta <laughs>
0: I don't want to take over the whole thing, but yeah, honestly... Well, because I
1: feel like it's a a perfect segue.
0: That's true, because honestly, this is the number one thing that I would recommend. If you were there, no matter what you like, this is my number one thing that I suggest everybody does when they go to um, Buenos Aires' La Recoleta, which is uh, basically... A funeral? Not a funeral. A cemetery. Thank you. cemetery. But with a mausoleum, cemetery for the most elite families of Buenos Aires or Argentina. They are buried here. So basically, it's people who had a lot of money, a lot of influence. Ava Prone is there herself. I will say that her um, tomb wasn't quite as uh, ornate as some of the other ones. It's almost like art in there. When you go in there, and that's why I liked it, is it's art.
1: I thought you liked the cats. Yes. There were a lot of gatos or yeah. cats in Spanish.
0: Yeah, they have like 70 or 75 cats that are there that the local women feed to take care of.
1: Why they gotta be women? <laughs>
0: That's what it said on the sign. I know, I'm playing <laughs> <So>, with you. <laughs> there you. go. But, did, I mean, I, 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 went there, I went there every day. I was obsessed. We
1: went there every day. I, I, think, I don't know if you were more obsessed with the actual cemetery or if you more obsessed with the cats. No, uh, was Museo de Vita was my favorite, uh, hands down. La Recoleta. Everything. Of everything, oh, wow. of absolutely everything I did there. Um, that being said, um, Kimberly touched upon this a little bit, and it's the how much it costs. That is something that struck me about Buenos Aires is that as an American going there, um, for better or for worse, our money goes far. Um, in some ways I liked it because I was able to, for $20 at the time, I was able to get a bife de lomo, which is basically a steak and a, I think a bottle of wine or a glass of wine. I don't remember yeah. now, but I, I got fed well for my money. Um, my money went far, whether it be a taxi cab, whether it be a subway, whether it be a meal. Um, one of the things that I was glad I did, and I wasn't even planning on doing this. I was kind of roped into it was we went to this place called <laughs> leather shop. It's called Leather Shop. Yeah. And we had heard, um, but Kimberly was aware of it too, that you could get leather coats made for you within 24 hours. They'll take your measurements and they'll make it happen. So I literally was not even planning on getting a leather coat. It was only like our second trip together. I, I don't know that I was swimming in money per se, but I was really mm-hmm. planning on it. And I walked in and I saw this lambskin coat and it, it was just... It's nice that I wear it to this day. Yep. And I bought it. And it was a leather shop. It was on the, the famous shopping street. Oh,
0: Florida Florida. Florida. I,
1: yes, yeah. La Calle de Florida. Um, what struck... Leather shop... And one of the things that also struck me about this, not only was it reasonably priced, but... And... and Kimberly um also got a jacket. there one of the jackets I like to call her Michael Jackson jacket yeah, because it's yeah. red leather and it looks like something Michael Jackson would wear in one of his videos He might have. actually, it might no, it's are you not sure, exactly it was,
0: like that sure it was made all. for you?
1: And one of the things about this shop that impressed me the most was the fact that the, the woman who helped us, her name, I remember to this day. It was mm-hmm. Graciela Lopez. Yep. And she emailed me after, after like around Christmas time to she wish did me a... She for a
0: couple years. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: she went by Chela. She also sang. She was a tango singer, a cantante de tango. She gave me a, a business card for that. But what struck me about her was how personable she was. The fact she, she went the extra mile. She kept in touch with us. And when Camberley had her coat made and this struck me was... She had the measurements taken, and, and when Kimberly came in the next day to try on one of her coats, I think you got more than one. I did. You? I got two. Yeah. Um, when she when she had you try it on, she's like, no, no, this is not okay. It does not fix you well, fit you well enough. She was going to have it redone. She was going to take it downstairs. Now, I don't know how popular she was with the, the people who actually put together the coats, but I didn't care. Because as a customer, she really made Kimberly's happiness in particular, but mine as well, she she made it a priority and she she seemed to take a genuine interest in the customers and the clients and, yeah. and i found that to be true of many argentinos i found or Argentinians. People from, uh, I would, well, I would also say the people from Buenos Aires. could be really Yeah, that's true, that's true. I found them to be very warm and accommodating. For sure. me, that was one of the things I liked most about the trip. Is they were very welcoming and warm.
0: Yeah, and she talked to us for quite a bit and got to know us. And I don't think it was just about the sell, either, selling. She was... No. It really was personable. <laughs> she just really wanted to get to know us. And like I said, said hi to us for a couple years afterwards. And the experience was just really great. And here's the thing. The leather... Argentina is known for its its beef it is known for its cow trade I know this is triggering vegans right now and things apologies but you know that's that's it's known for and so they do use these things for leather goods which I think is good if you're gonna eat the whole cow use the whole damn thing don't waste things so I like that about it and I think if if somebody was visiting there and if I were to go back I would definitely get another leather coat because it's the exchange rate is pretty crazy. Um, and it was well-made. Well-made. So basically, you know, I, I think our dollar was five times as strong as, as theirs. And that helps them as well, their economy. So it's a good thing. Because we basically touched on it. Then we kind of, kind of moved before I could uh, move go with it. But this is La Recoleta we were talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, I definitely, that was my favorite part of going to Buenos Aires, which I think some people might might, you know, might find it a little bit odd considering it, you know, is... Or morbid. I don't think it's... You know what? It, I can what? see why people <laughs> would see why cemetery is morbid. But again, this is the elite of Argentina. So there's a lot of mausoleums and things that are built. And the thing is, because these people had money, it's art. <laughs> In a lot of ways, it is art. You'll see statues. Now, I remember the one, and I'll put a picture of this on our Facebook page, There was a picture of Liliana, was the woman's name, and she died between the ages of 24 or 26. Her room was replicated where she was buried, and it's this beautiful statue with what looked like her room back with her parents. And I think it's just amazing. Everyone who walks past it is is kind of surprised by it because you see this beautiful young woman in her wedding gown standing there at the statue, And you can't help but look at it. And then there's a father or a poem by her father written in Italian about the loss of his daughter. And it's it's pretty powerful. I think that one was probably even more powerful than Ava Perone for me, even though I know the greatness of Ava Perone was right there in front of me. And people still go see her grave all the time. There's flowers all over. It's just not necessarily the most exciting one there because they have her buried... You know, very protected so nobody could break into it to make sure nobody breaks into it so because of that it's not going to have the looks of some of the other ones and still powerful go see Ava she's a little bit hard to find but go look for her and she has a lot of flowers but I really feel like Liliana was my favorite it's free it's interesting you can go inside uh, the. there's a place where you can go and read about the grave sites and things and of course you can pull it up on your phone and things and read about the various famous people that are buried there I went every day I absolutely adored it it was hands down my favorite place and if I lived there I would go there all the time and just sit there quietly there's benches and things I just honestly I I loved it oh I loved it so much I, I I loved it
1: Good, good, yeah. I I enjoy I it too, but I don't know that I'm nearly as passionate as Campbell. Yeah, I don't about. know what
0: struck me about it. I don't know. But even today, I mean, the, that photo of Liliana, I'll look at it every once in a while. It's so heartbreaking. I don't know. I just find it fascinating. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it, no, it, it's fine. It, it's, it is what it is. Um, and I guess um, one of the things that also struck me getting away from that, that I, I for me, I just wanted to bring up is I'm torn because I. There's there's a song that's going through my head that's not from the score of Avita, but it's a song that Camberley wrote involving nutshells and chicken parts. Oh gosh! I, I know you don't need to no. you know, because I know what the neck I know where the <laughs> song goes. That that I don't even know is a VIP yeah. thing. That's just is what it is. Um, but that was because of one bad experience with food, and that was a rough day for both of us because I got a bird poop on me. Um, that was the day of bird poop. I remember that night because we were frustrated and we just went to the first restaurant we came across, which is never a good idea when you're traveling. You, you, you need to be a little bit selective and usually when there's somebody out on the street trying to get you in, don't, don't, don't do it. Um, yeah. So it wasn't the best choice, but in general, I would say Argentina's food or cuisine was very impressive i mentioned earlier about how twenty dollars got me far whether it be the and i'm a big i I like beef i love me some beef so i had some beef camberley it does not eat beef she even had a taste of mine
0: that's the last time i've had beef and And that says something excellent yeah
1: and that says something if camberley will eat the beef that says something about that beef um i like beef and i enjoyed it immensely that being said i think one of the things that sticks out to me was we we went around to a number of places. We sought out specifically an ice cream place in the uh, area called Palermo. We sought that out. I think I even I, I saw it in a guidebook. But then, if I remember right, I read in a guy in in a magazine I think on the flight that Julianne Moore liked this place. So I was like, oh, I guess we're going go to go the right place. Um, Kimberly's Julianne Moore. She's an actress. The place that sticks out. my head is an Italian place. I and and before we got there, I I knew there'd be decent Italian food because I know that. Um, they call Buenos Aires the Paris of South America. Yeah. And so they did have a lot of immigrants from Europe. and, and
0: Specifically Italy. Yeah.
1: And, and they had some great Italian food. There was a restaurant we went to. And I've looked it up since. They say it's a chain. I never saw another one. Because if so, I would have gone back there in a heartbeat. It was called Scusi. Scusi. And they had uh, probably, it may be the best calzone I've ever yes. had in my life. Okay. It was really good. It was really good. And if I remember right, that was the same... Was it the same day we went to Museo de de Evita? Was was Museo
0: Evita? I think so. I think so.
1: So that was a good day for us. As opposed to to the Nutshells and chicken parts day. The day of Museo Evita was a good day. Oh, for us because we had the cousin, the best cousin I probably had my entire life was from Scusi and if it's a chain I don't care they're doing something right
0: exactly and I think that in general if you're going to go to Argentina just eat the food it's one of those places where you're not going to lose weight like certain countries I go to and, and it's no offense to them I just don't eat certain foods and so it's a little bit harder for me to find something to eat I had no problems in Argentina because you have Argentinian food but they have a huge background with Italian immigration so you have Italian food and it's this beautiful Mixture of just yumminess.
1: I know we had Burger King. We did. We did because well, Camberley has a tendency when we go abroad to want a comfort meal. Not that she likes burger. I know. I kept the receipt I, oh. I, when I was doing my research for oh, this episode. I, I know we, we we had Burger King on that one. It's different. Sometimes it's KFC. Sometimes it's McDonald's. It depends on usually the usually it's KFC. Oh, usually that's okay. My,
0: what I'm about. I see. Not that I'm one of those people who like they give Americans a bad name that always <laughs> eat in American franchises. If I'm there for a week or ten days I'm gonna which we weren't there that long, but I'm gonna eat something.
1: I feel like we had Thai though too, am I wrong?
0: No, we never had Thai. No, I mostly had fish every night. Okay. Had fish. And the thing is the wine, they're known for their wine, so you have to try the different wines. And the thing is the meals are always going to be affordable because of that. You know, it because of the exchange rate. You can eat like a king and the food is so good there was only one meal that we had in an italian place that was not good that was the not chance no to- no not it was one? in the middle of some square and he kept trying to get tips from us it's like i will always tip well unless it's rude in the country but this person was trying to get more and i was like go away
1: well then there was also the robbery
0: that's something that you do need to be careful with in our. so this is a this is a, <laughs> this is a don't do don't <laughs> this is a don't actually yeah
1: well generally we felt safe we've but we yeah. also come from new york city
0: Exactly. We know how to. We knew that guy was shy Steve, we so Tell the story. We,
1: I know you tell the story. We sniffed. Let's just say we were out for lunch one day, oh, because I and, and we sniffed. Well, Camberly sniffed that something was afoot. I was. I was into my meal. I couldn't be bothered. I CBB Can't if, be bothered. If,
0: if you're gonna be at La Lakai de Florida, just know it is a busy shopping street. I don't even think
1: we're on that street.
0: It was right off of it, okay. to the side of it. So, but they warn you, and I will agree that there is a lot of. Um, uh, pickpocketing um, other countries will say it happens and say be careful it's gonna happen in Buenos Aires it's not going to it didn't happen to us but it's good to dress down a little bit because um, you know it, it there's 90% of the people are wonderful wonderful gorgeous people but there's always gonna be people that push things to where they shouldn't. And there's this gentleman, I remember, you know, Noah was eating something and I saw him in the back eyeing the whole joint and he had nothing, no food in front of him, nothing. And um, he kept staring at us and I put my purse, like small purse between my legs and I had a death grip on that thing. I'm like, come at me, bro. (laughs) And he ended up running to some tourists at the front Grabbed the woman's watch, ripped it off of her hand. She screamed. She was from Wisconsin, I think, and he ran away. <laughs> why do
1: you think that? How did you? Get because that they asked.
0: She had said something. She's oh, from Wisconsin. This doesn't happen there. And I'm like, honey, it happens there. <laughs> it happens there.
1: It happens there. <laughs> it depends. People on the steal city. things. Yeah. But
0: but right off her hand, I was like, damn. And there was times that people were scoping us out. Well,
1: and and that's why when I mentioned the American dollar does go far there, um, on. Uh, Florida, we oftentimes had hawkers who, if they, I call it smell the Americanness about you, they'll specifically target you and try to sell to you and speak English to you. So we kind of got in our New York frame of mind where you basically ignore unless you want to be talked to. Um, And I don't know that they spotted us as American. Maybe they were just playing the odds. We were speaking
0: English, though. Uh,
1: It depends on where uh, where we were. Sometimes we were, sometimes we wouldn't throw them off. Um, The point being, oftentimes... If you do dress a certain way or behave a certain way as a foreigner, you may get unwanted attention, whether it be a pickpocket or whether it be a hawker. Mm. Um, You just have to know your role and know the zone and know how to work it on out. Yeah, but that guy, like he was shady. Well, we knew what was going on.
0: Well, you couldn't because your back was turned. I was like, oh, that guy is shady. And then he runs up and steals her watch. No, you pointed him out to me. I was like, what? And I kept looking him in the eye like, no. I could, being defiant at him, that, that bitch knew not to mess with me. Wow. <laughs> That's why he went for somebody else. Not that I had From anything Wisconsin. of value. From Wisconsin. But I was like, <laughs> seriously? Oh, hell no. So you just have to be, you know, there is a little bit of that, which takes me to another thing that I would avoid. Don't avoid La Caida de Florida, but for me, now I don't know how you felt about this, but <sighs> La Boca.
1: I knew you were going kind of <laughs> all that. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. So
0: La Boca is a very famous artistic, like, two not even like not even two blocks it's it's dinky and it's small it's very small and it's supposed to be an artisan's place with bright colors that used to make argentina very famous bright
1: colors on the house there
0: are bright colors but i will say i have read recent reviews and i do invite you to read TripAdvisor's reviews because i wanted to visit because my experience i was not pleased with um Let's just say that it is not in the best neighborhood. We will say that. And several yeah. people have been robbed at knife and gunpoint. So we weren't. In the, we weren't. In the last three years, I read reviews up to then. And people basically... Some of the locals um, jumped did, them.
1: Did they specify daytime or night? Daytime. All of them were daytime. Interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah. And one of them, a taxi, was in on it. So it was a big mess. And the cops were like, eh. So I'm just going to say, La Boca, even if it <sighs> wasn't that dangerous, it's basically... A bunch of cheap ass trinkets. I'm gonna say it. I honestly, it took up our whole day. Practically, well, because
1: we were too well. That's part of that's on us. Cause we walked there. We that literally walked there, and runoff. then we, it was a dumb move on our part, <laughs> so but we did stupid. it. We were being cheap in Argentina. And Kimberly basically said she felt safer. Uh, in the Bronx, than she felt on the way to La Boca. La Boca, La Boca yeah.
0: is in a very dangerous neighborhood, and you have to walk through some neighborhoods. And that's not to like rip on people who were, are there, because when we were walking through, I will say we didn't. We were on our way to La Boca, and we end up at a restaurant, and I had to use the facilities because I had the bladder of like a two-year-old. <laughs>
1: two-year-old one.
0: <laughs> so we went in and we asked in Spanish if we could use the restroom, and they were actually really, really nice. So they were like, yeah, sure. And, and so this isn't to say everybody's this way there. It is an impoverished neighborhood, but I will say it's a little bit rough and tumble. Yeah, I felt safer in the Bronx than I did here. That's
1: what, those were your actual words it when was. you got in the cab.
0: And the thing is, then we head all the way there, which took up most of our day. And then we get there and we didn't even stay that long because it was just a small block. Overrated tourist trinkets. It was I, I, so cheap.
1: I don't Ooh. know that I'd say I regret it, but when you say overrated... If I were to prioritize Mm -hmm. what I'm going to say, if I were to prioritize what I wanted to see in Buenos Aires, I would say Museo Evita would beat La Boca.
0: Especially with the things that I've read recently with people getting stabbed or attacked. I, I just honestly, I didn't feel safe. And then when I got there, it was just a way for people to make money off cheap trinkets. There's not a lot of art there. Um, there was, the buildings are beautiful. They're painted beautifully, absolutely, but I just feel like there's better neighborhoods to visit, like Palermo, was it? Or pa- Palermo?
1: Palermo. That's where we went oh. to, yeah.
0: Palermo's great because they have like a, like that opening statue, I think, of the flower that basically yes. opens and closes depending on the time of day, which is brilliant. But they have these beautiful art fairs where you can buy jewelry made by the locals. I bought a couple things. Amazing. I, I There's also,
1: it. from what I read outside of Recoleta, there should be an art fair every weekend. Yeah, there are. Yeah, too, absolutely.
0: Too, so. But I just love the fact that, especially during the weekend, you can walk through the streets and you can buy trinkets made by people, local artisans, and they're absolutely beautiful. To me, I think walking around those neighborhoods, the historical neighborhoods, are probably a better bet than doing La Boca. I just, for the safety of you and your friends and family, and the fact that it's just a big tourist trap. So you're saying overrated. No me gusta. No yes, me gusta. I would say singing. pass. I would. Unless you... you yeah. <laughs> and if ever you go
1: too far...
0: I, I just wouldn't, so...
1: You're making Argentina cry by not like No, you know,
0: I'm not. Point. I love Argentina. That was, for me, the low point. I wish I hadn't spent my day doing that. Oh. You know, I, I just don't. I don't feel like it was... It, I'm just going to be honest, because I wouldn't send anyone there. I just fair. You know, okay. fair enough. All right. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I just... Another thing that we did that I didn't care for was, remember the um, park? There was um, the Japanese garden? Yes. That I would skip too. It was like a buck, but it just wasn't really well realized so much. And I don't even know why we decided to do that. Because
1: we like Japanese gardens.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's changed since then. But I think instead what I would do if I were to go back... And I would do tango class. That's something we didn't get to do. And I don't know why we didn't. Because when you're around the city, there's people dancing tango everywhere. And it's
1: beautiful. I remember why I didn't do it. I wasn't gung-ho on it. Because I'm like, what am I... I'm I'm doing it just to say I did it in this country. I'm like, what am I actually going to learn? Like, am I actually going to comprehend anything? And so I was doing some research online. There are actual ways to learn it free. So I'm like, my whole thing was I I don't want to necessarily spend money. Again, I'm being cheap in Argentina. What what am I doing? Um, But I I don't know that I want to spend money on something I'm not necessarily going to retain. I'd rather, Um, I would rather, like, for example, when we went to Portugal, I I pushed just to see Fado music. That's not something I'm looking to retain. That's not something I'm looking to learn. I'm just looking to absorb it and enjoy it. I, I enjoy watching Tango more than I would say Doing it unless I actually have the skills, but then I have the skills. Why am I gonna take a class there just to say I did it? So for me, it wasn't I wasn't necessarily gung-ho on oh we must do this. I was more excited to see La Casa Rosada or to see Museo Avita or yeah. to see um Recoleta. There are other things take Tango class, it, it yeah, would it have been better than La Boca? Uh that I might say yes. So if it's mm. for the experience yeah cool great but do I need a class I'm just gonna go and dance in a bar like, you know I mean why do I gotta take a class <laughs> I do that like, for free in I, New York City but exactly. I mean, for me it was
0: the tango it's the tango and the fact that you're dancing with these beautiful Argentinian people who this is their soul but I
1: am so know? never gonna be as good as they are well
0: no you look like a damn fool exactly so why
1: why would I pay money to look like a fool
0: you're learning and then you could take it back and then take a class in New York City I guess for me I really wanted to do it but it just didn't fit into it and he wasn't as interested and I'm not upset about it at all I could be
1: convinced but I don't think she was pushing that hard and I wasn't really pushing back no
0: no but I just that's something please when you're there look at the street corners you'll see people dancing the tango everywhere and one of my favorite moments was that there was this elderly couple that were probably in their 70s they were working they weren't able to do the tricks that the younger ones are able to do with the lifts and things But they were dancing it with the passion that you know that they have been dancing it for years. And the Argentinians are just some of the nicest, most passionate people. Honestly, I felt welcome. Most of the cab drivers that we ran into spoke English. It was amazing. And we would try to practice Spanish with them, but they'd want to practice English. They loved hearing from people. They're so curious about people. They're so happy that you're there. And I genuinely found them to be so friendly for me the argentinian people really made the trip for me so many nice people so many kind people the cabbie's asking so many questions it was just fantastic I mean I, I mean you would would you go back again because it's been I would been I there.
1: guess one of the changes I would make is I'd go outside of Buenos Aires not that I don't like Buenos Aires I tend to be a city kind of guy Yeah but I'd be curious to go to other areas since we've evolved as travelers so sure. I'd be curious to take that approach That's what
0: I would probably do I would probably want to because it is a long flight from New York it's like 10 hours It is So for me I would probably spend two full days in Argentina or Buenos Aires again and then bounce around to the country because it is beautiful. Supposedly, it's one of the most beautiful countries. In I South still America. remember
1: that flight. Wasn't there a woman sitting next to me who would like throwing her newspaper all over my feet and stuff? <gasps> oh, yeah.
0: She yeah, she kept reading this <laughs> newspaper and I, she was throwing it towards him and taking up his armrests and just not being very nice. I do remember
1: that. <laughs> and I think I kept on putting my new her newspaper that she threw by my feet back by her. <laughs> I kept it was like it was like a, a battle. And if I remember right, you said she keeps on taking your armrest I'm like, that's all right. by the end of the night, my head's gonna be on her lap because <laughs> no.
0: because he gets tired and can pass out.
1: Well, not only that, she I, I can be very um, obstinate and this is a battle she will not win. If she didn't figure that out from the newspaper back and forth, she's gonna figure it out when my head's on her lap. <laughs> I will win this. I will win the oh middle God. seat plane battle. So uh, so I still remember that flight. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Flights are always worse than La Boca. <laughs> because there's always something. I hate flying. So yeah, I would definitely go back. I'm looking forward to it. Stand back. Buenos I'm hours. telling you, they're going to shut this down.
1: <laughs> On that note, live your life as an exclamation, not an exclamation.